Opening communications. Initializing Altarian frequency. Establishing connections. Designations. DJ Dude Link connected. Raven Dude Link unavailable. Vixie Dude Link connected. Kaiser Dude Link connected. Jero Dude Link unavailable. guess I should do this intro. I'm going with Ghosted. Anyone vetoing? Nah, I'm good. Sounds good to me. Maybe oh, we should God. ask Raven. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he ghosted us. Oh, I should probably drink something. I feel like I got something stuck in my throat. I sure hope it's not fatso. What's wrong with a little uh, chub? <laughs> All right. Welcome to Ghosted. While the rest of you are busy with your nightmares before Christmas and hocus pocus and lame 80s slashers, the dude sat down with a real classic from 1995, Casper. If you haven't done so yet, head over to facebook.com slash dudesfromalteria or reddit.com slash r slash dudesfromalteria and give us a like or follow. Then head over to dudesfromalteria.com and do some interweb browsing. I'm DJ and I've got a freshly awakened shinobi named Vixie here. Maybe. I'm being a ninja. Thought I was getting ghosted again. <laughs> Ghost ninja. And sitting too close to the ninja for proper social distancing is Kaiser. Hello. That's it? Okay. How you guys doing? Oh, and Raven ghosted us. Lame. Right. At least he paid for the movie. Lame. <laughs> he did, didn't he? He did. That's why we needed him. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, Well, he's not wow. here to defend himself, so. Doing that gold digging for Casper, the friendly ghost. Gold digging. Someone needs to pay for it. It's only 50 cents, but darn it. 50 cents for him, but how much was it for you? A dollar. I don't get it. Like, why was it only 50 cents for him, but a dollar for me? That's some Who's bullshit. Dick, did he suck too? Fatso. <laughs> I like how, you, by the way, you opened up this episode in the intro by shitting all over every other Halloween movie. The best right? ones, in fact. I wouldn't say they're the best ones, but they're the most popular. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah. Hey, so that's actually funny. There used to be a, a company here in New Zealand that did those mail-out DVDs where you could rent online and then they would mail them out to you and that service was called fatso it doesn't exist anymore but when you said fatso it made me think of that very relevant it is super relevant i like that hmm that's pretty funny where do we want to begin oh my god i liked the movie oh my, oh my gosh i enjoyed it so much more than i ever had before probably because i understood what was going on and the adult joke yeah, like, Dude. as a kid, I remember being like, oh, I identify with Casper so much, he's just a cool, fun guy, and oh, he has cool toys, and I want those. That's how I sounded as a kid. My voice has gotten a lot better since then. I mean, when you were a kid, you sounded like a prospector from the 1800s? Again, gold digging. Oh, yeah. No, I actually had a deep voice as a kid, crack. 
my grandparents up. But um, yeah, I enjoyed this movie a lot more now than I ever remember enjoying it previously. Okay. It was funny. It was really funny. Like, I didn't lose interest at any point of it. There were parts, of course, where there were plot holes and things that you had to kind of ignore to enjoy it, of course. Yeah, but like every movie. It was actually just really enjoyable. And it didn't rely on a lot of... I feel like a lot of those older movies, they rely on a lot of slapstick comedy, which is not really my interest at all. Probably helps that the ghosts had limited touching because... 90s CGI, I guess. But it was good. Well worth another watch. Well worth 50 cents. Or a dollar. <laughs> or a dollar. I think its actual rent price on Amazon is like three something, but for some reason it was on sale for Raven and I to rent it. For him, the sale was 50 cents, and for me it was a dollar, and that just pisses me off. Makes you wonder. It's so inconsistent. So there were some cameos in there that people had forgotten were in there like what's his name from Ghostbusters right I wasn't too thrilled about that one Jade was still in the room when that one happened as she left about at the time that they used the vacuum cleaner to suck him up oh that was silly and she was like wait the regular vacuum cleaner was able to suck them up but the Ghostbusters with the better sucking utility <laughs> couldn't do it that and I was like well it was Stance he's kind of He's kind of the useless one. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. Except I actually added on top of that, he's kind of the useless one without the black guy there, because for some reason I can't remember his name. And he's like the coolest one. I don't know any of their names. It's been so long since I saw Ghostbusters 2. Well, nobody wants to watch Ghostbusters 2. That's the bad one. I knew you were going to go there. Ghostbusters <laughs> as well. Uh, it's because I did that to you in that other one. With Starship Probably. Troopers, too. Ugh. Winston. Oh, yeah. Winston's like the coolest character in Ghostbusters. Especially when you actually know what his character's backstory is. Anyway, we're not talking about Ghostbusters. <laughs> no, but we are talking about busting some ghosts, I guess. Right? The Exorcist with the oversized cross. And that was oh my god, yes. He watched some videos. Right? <laughs> Totally. Dude, somehow a movie from 95 is, is relevant in its dialogue, even today. Right. That was funny. I'm sitting there listening to him, though, and all I could think of is his character, uh, Vinny, from Atlantis. So, like, I'm just, just the whole time, I'm like, man, I bet this bit dude can build a bridge really quick. Like, <laughs> Is that what those comments were about? Yeah. In the, have you seen Atlantis? Mm, maybe. It's an animated movie. Maybe. Okay, well, in the movie, <laughs> there's this part where the main character, Milo, they're trying to find their way to Atlantis, and they're at this chasm, and they find this Atlantean pillar that's like this big, beautiful piece of artwork. Like, can you imagine how many hours and maybe even years worth of work went into building this pillar? And then the dude blows it up, and it falls over the chasm. And he's like, look at that. I made a bridge in like 10 seconds. 11 tops. And Milo's just sitting there like, you just destroyed this, like, 10,000-year-old piece of art. Like, it's really funny to watch. I see. My, like, my, my favorite scene from the movie. So when that Go dude started talking, I'm like, this dude sounds like he could build a bridge in 10 seconds. <laughs> and then I Googled it, and it is the same guy. So I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. 
And he's the best character in the movie, so I recommend Atlantis, The Lost City. It's an animated movie. Yeah. I mean, she likes Titan A, so... Hmm. It's the same style of animation. Oh. Uh, although the, the name Milo kind of cracks me up a little, because that, <laughs> that's, you know, a chocolate drink. We're talking yeah, about the like quick again. here. Hmm. I can't drink it, though, because it's made with barley. Malt. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And I can barley choke it down. <laughs> oh, he's been terrible all week. It's all right. I've been on fire. Holy shit, I've, been, I've just been going, dude. Lots of dad jokes. That's a bad sign. Or a good sign. Hmm. Yep. Okay, so we're not talking about Atlantis either, supposedly. Right. We're talking about <laughs> Casper, the friendly Casper. ghost. We're ghosting the movie we're supposed to be talking about. Right? Talking about all these other movies. That... Yeah, there were a lot of cameos. Like, I completely forgot that Mel Gibson's in it. Yes. His, like, uh, two-second cameo. Eric Idle was on the credits, and I don't know who he was. Isn't he the guy who was playing Dibs or whatever, the assistant? Oh, that's, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, my God. So there's a, a part where they're trying to kill each other later in the movie? That's quite later. And Dibs fucking gets into and out of a suit of armor over the space of 10 seconds flat. I know, right? How did he do that? I've joined up with the SCA and I've seen people putting on armor. It takes a long ass time with help. Mm-hmm. And this dude just like shrugs one on <laughs> in three seconds, lays down paint for five, and then gets back out of armor for two seconds. Or in two seconds. Yep. That's crazy. Okay. So there was one cameo. I didn't see it, but it's in the credits. Did you guys see Mr. Rogers? What? No. Who's Mr. Rogers? Have you never been to his neighborhood? What? He's Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers was like, I think, oh, who's the painting guy? Bob Ross? You know who Bob Ross is, but you don't know Mr. Rogers. (laughs) If Bob Ross did Sesame Street without any of the puppets. I think you guys have told me about him before. He's at the end of Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate History. That doesn't Destiny. Help me. But maybe it's kind of like that show that was at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire kind of characterization. Where yeah, they're like kind giving of. advice and stuff, right? That is yeah. exactly <laughs> That whole segment <laughs> at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire was based off of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Well, there you go. So... You obviously didn't see him because you didn't even know that it was going to be in there. You don't even know who he is. Mm-mm. But I'm trying to think back to what he was. He definitely had a cameo in there somewhere, and I, I was watching for it because I looked at the cast list beforehand, and I was like, whoa, I don't remember him having a cameo. What's this nonsense? There's not many extra characters either, so you'd think you'd spot them. Right. Like, is it the DJ at the party? It was a DJ? There was a DJ. I like that Bill Stein was the lawyer. Right? Maybe it was the DJ because the DJ's not on the credits. I don't remember seeing a DJ. He was a masked vampire. Oh. At the party. Well then, masked. My favorite cameo in the movie was the Crypt Keeper. Yes! (laughs) I love the Crypt Keeper. Oh, it was so unexpected. I don't know if I'm qualified to be here, because I don't know who that is either. Uh, you wouldn't get it. It's an American thing. Uh Uh-huh. What? 
when they're in front of the mirror and his face keeps changing. The last one he changes into is the like ghoulish oh, dude right. that made the pun joke. I can't remember what pun he said, but the tagline for him is he's a ghoulishly punny character. So that's what he did. So when I saw that, I was like, yes, the Crypt Keeper. I love that dude. The other guy wasn't one of the other faces in the mirror, was he? No, I don't think so. Maybe? Faces in the mirror were... The three ghosts, which were also very famous cameos. Well, yeah, it was Clint Eastwood, Rodney Dangerfield, Mel Gibson, and then they had Jess Harnell, who plays, I think, Yakko from Animaniacs. He was the one who did the Arnold impersonation. Jess Harnell does so many good voices. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does Wacko in Animaniacs. I knew he was one of the Warner Brothers. Gecko is Rob Paulson. Okay, yeah. Wacko, Jess Harnell. Who was Dodd? I can't remember. Anyway, Casper was a great movie. The teacher yeah. sucked. The teacher was yeah. a dick. <laughs> Holy shit. That teacher was so worthless. Like, who just lets the kids take First over all, the school dance? Can't even figure out first name, last name on a new student. Right. And then just lets everybody laugh at her when she's introducing herself while smiling like an idiot. Right. Meanwhile, Casper's tying all their shoes. That was pretty funny. That was great. It was only a second. They all stood up and tripped over. I like nobody asked her permission to throw a party at a house that she isn't even legally living in. Right? Yeah, that's right. That was something that I had an issue with too, right at the very end of the movie. The person that did legally own the house was no longer around. And I'm like, these two people are not going to stay here, right? They don't actually own the manor. Who's going to stop them? I had the same problem. I guess seaside haunted property. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is how good the movie was for me. I don't normally remember what happened in a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I did make fun of the bad costumes and then realized that all of those costumes were better than anything that I would have been able to dress up in for a Halloween party. So (laughs) there was one guy there was dressed up as cards, like from a deck of Uh, cards. You can throw shade from beneath a tree. That's fine. <laughs> I liked the dad's idea to wrap her in tinfoil and have her go as leftovers. Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to be a burrito for Halloween. It came across the same way as like, let's put you in a warning cone and you can go as an accident. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was mentioning that if I went to such a function, I'd want to go as um, Keanu Reeves from both Bill and Ted and The Matrix. That could work. I know Kung Fu. And then do the guitar thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While backbending bullets? I don't know. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> Dude, I need a crossover. Just do the strum and then, like, put your arm back and... Yeah, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing movements that nobody can see. It's great. Yeah, yeah. We could hear the movements in your voice. Excellent. I think Halloween's kind of one of my favorite times of year. Just the whole October segment. And I like the movies from this period. And Nightmare Before Christmas is awesome. And the other ones are good too. But I forgot exactly how Casper went as a movie. So it was nice to go back and watch it and then thoroughly find it enjoyable. 
Oh, it was so funny. The lawyer's office scene was what really got me hooked on it again. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. The names they were making up for some of the animal foundations that were getting the inheritance. Oh my god. What was your favorite one? There was something about Patagonian wasps, and then there was like the Society for Dyslexic Dalmatians. That one. Yeah, I remember hearing that one, and I was like, oh my god. Oh my gosh. A friend of ours, I guess, took on a dog as not a rescue. That would be the the improper thing to say. But like, the other people can't keep the dog, and they didn't tell our friend that she was in heat. I'm telling her to, to listen to this podcast now. Oh god. I think I know where this is going. And her dog, who is, I guess, like half blind and had never gotten any before, got some. And this poor half blind old man is in the yard panicking because he's stuck and he can't go anywhere and he don't know what's got him. (laughs) And this is within like three hours of getting the new dog home. We never claim to be a family-friendly podcast. No. No, we didn't. Yeah, but you didn't expect that to be in a Casper episode, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. Let's talk about this kids' movie from the 90s. And by the way... By the way, let's talk about how problematic this kid movie from the 90s was. Problematic? Yeah, you've got three ghosts deep-throating Bill Pullman. You oh have God. Casper they... peeing on Christina Ricci. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. So why are you into the kinks that you're into? Well. <laughs> right? You've got Christina Ricci, like, yelling at Casper, no, let me go, and he just carries her away. Super non-consensually. There's a lot of non-con in this movie, actually. Yeah. And there were a lot of things that I was sitting there watching, and I was like, holy shit, that is 100%. There was sexuality there that I didn't notice when I was a kid because I didn't have the level of sexuality I have as an adult, but now I can see it and I'm like, I wonder if like, my parents even caught that because is that, that's pretty... Kind of sus. Yeah, like, I feel like if they had caught that, they wouldn't have let me watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know your parents. Well, yeah, you do know my parents. <laughs> well, you know my mom. <laughs> I, hey, you're... Dad lived with us for a while. Was he really my dad, or was he just some guy who was really high and looked like my dad? There's your answer. They might have been high, and they set you down with Casper. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe he was, he was a businessman in the 80s, so he might have just still like, been... <laughs> funny ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. <laughs> Sucking. How times have changed. Right. And yet how they haven't changed at all. Right. One of the things that I thought was funny was this whole like implication that the wife was an angel and just the arms out thing gets me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too lazy to raise my arms at any given moment, usually. And every time she floats in and out, she's like, I'm going to raise my arms because I don't have wings because... I don't know, maybe it wasn't in the budget, but they'd already spent it on all the kids' costumes. You know what it reminds me of, actually? Like, just the overly dramatic... So there's a dungeon in Elder Scrolls Online where you help, what is it, Nereads, the water spirits? 
Oh, yeah. And they have these sort of, we have to go deeper into the dungeon. Look out. It's like, oh, man, like, <laughs> could you get any more cheesy and dramatic? That's what it reminds me of. She's just being overly, you know, things. She doesn't actually say she's an angel. She basically waits for another question and then nods. I like how the bad guys basically defeated themselves. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't something where, like, Casper and the ghostly trio went and did something to defeat the bad guys. No, the bad guys took care of each other. And they said the bitch word twice. Wow, and with vehemence. Right? Ooh, can we, yeah. What was the rating of this movie? Oh, and they used the H word, too, you said. Yeah, I spelled out H. <laughs> when I was pointing it out. Yeah, they're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> PG. Not even 13, just like, hey, watch yeah. out. So, what is that word? Oh, it's, um, it, means, it means a, um, a nice lady. <laughs> yeah, that's why they're talking about uh, dogs in that context. Oh, no. Yeah. Dogs are nice ladies. People um, don't realize how they mess up their kids, really. <laughs> Just it's PG, and it's got three dudes deep-throating another dude, ghost peeing on a girl. The B word. Multiple kidnappings. A lot of non-con. And what about the part where he, like, slams her into a wall? Oh, yeah. Casper just slams that <laughs> girl into the wall. Yeah. Violent. What about it? <laughs> I like slamming girls into walls. Like uh... Ones that agree to it beforehand, though. She did not agree. Okay, here we go. Yep. I think cobwebs bother me more than spiders. There were no spiders in it, but there were a lot of cobwebs. Oh, yeah. And they, like, dried their face with that one towel that was covered in cobwebs. Like, uh. oh, no. oh, God, that part, I think, bothered me more than anything else in the movie. <sighs> no, what bothered me the most was the part where the mom was telling the dad not to make her wear a t-shirt under her bathing suit. Under yeah, what's, her bathing that's... suit. Dude, come on, like. Who wears t-shirts under bathing suits ever? Ever. Even if it's a one-piece, that's super awkward to just have the sleeves there. Was she wearing, like, a bathing suit with sleeves? Because otherwise it would just look like she was wearing a t-shirt under her right? suit. She, she needed to wear it over. Okay, 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 okay. The worst-case scenario is that it's a two-piece, right? And makes it look like it's got a skirt. No, it's just like there's this, this bikini top over a t-shirt. And that's drawing even more attention. Yeah. No, this doesn't work ever. I think she wasn't doesn't. supposed to say under. I think she was supposed to say over. They're just like, ah, oh, we can't afford another roll of film. Let's just go with it. Or <laughs> they just thought it was funny that he said under and they went with it. Could be. <sighs> There's some really good improv lines in movies. What's your favorite improv line from any movie? The way to put me on the spot. Or a moment. It doesn't have to be like a voice line. Okay, this is from Stargate, where they couldn't control Richard Dean Anderson at all. So he would just like ad lib all the time and they would keep their reactions that, that you can really see their confusion as they look at each other. And they just like, okay, that's fine. We'll just keep that cut. It's probably Stargate. Yeah, definitely. 
Okay, so all of Stargate with the commander in it. Yeah, everything or with Captain. Jack O'Neill. Colonel. 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 Later, General. Yeah, those are good. His, he had some really good ones. And then Robin Williams had a lot of really good improv stuff. Oh, God, yes. I mean, that's basically him in all of Aladdin, is just him improving. I wonder how horrible Flubber would be going back and watching that again. No, I don't want to. Oh, are you adding something to our list? I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Veto, please. Don't listen to her. <gasps> I might go and watch it myself just to see if it's kind of like Casper where it's more enjoyable now that I've matured to a pseudo-adult. Are you going to go back and watch Space Jam as well? Fuck yeah. Oh, I want to put that on the list. I'm actually putting that one on the list right now. Do you have a, an improv moment? Since you're putting me on the spot and I can't really... The first thing that actually comes to mind is what I'm going to have to go with because it's like, hey, if it's the first thing that comes to mind, it must be like important to me, I guess. It's the I know line from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, uh, yeah. Was he supposed to say... Yeah, he was scripted to say I love you too. Right. Mine is actually another Harrison Ford moment in uh, Indiana Jones, where this dude wielding a sword just like pops out of a crowd and starts brandishing a sword about, and Indiana Jones is supposed to fight the dude hand to hand, and instead he just like whips out his gun and shoots the dude. And apparently that is because Harrison Ford wasn't actually feeling well on set that day. So instead of the fight scene that was scripted, he just shoots the guy and then he pretends to be shot and rolls with it, and they keep that shoot. Yeah. Things that were not ad-libbed, but accidentally happened when Carrie Elwes and the Princess Bride got hit over the head a little too hard during one of the scenes and actually got a concussion. So I pulled up a list of improv moments, and I have to change my answer. Oh, what'd you find? I found... In the movie Dazed and Confused, Matthew McConaughey's line, all right, all right, all right, was improv. It was an ad-libbed thing that he wasn't supposed to do. He did it, and the director was like, oh, my God, I'm going to do this. So that's probably going to be my favorite now. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. Oh, uh, da, 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 the uh, Django Unchained when, uh, shit, what's his name? The guy that plays the racist plantation owner. Oh, Yeah. When he rubs the blood all over the Yeah, that's face. his actual blood. So anyway, Casper was great. Definitely watch it again. Definitely watch it again if you haven't seen it in, since you were a kid. And there's... Whoa, there's some really good cameos to watch out for. Raven, dude link connected. Did Raven show up? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, what's to say? Have we been unghosted? Yeah, he came back to life, just like the ghosts at the end of Casper. He better also have clothes on. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about that. Just real quick, the fact that you put a ghost in a machine, and then somehow they come back out of the machine with all of their flesh from far, far away from where they died, and all their clothes on, thank God. Right? The, the clothes are just the same color, but made out of flesh. Oh, <laughs> I was actually thinking, like, what if he came out as some sort of horrible Cronenberg monster? <laughs> so, Raven, what did you think of the movie? 
Which part? The movie. The whole thing. It's a really awesome movie that I probably shouldn't have fallen asleep during. I knew it. Ah, that's what happened. (laughs) I knew it. That's why I did not know that the audio was breaking up, but luckily it fixed itself. So, A plus on my side. We probably would have yelled at you. (laughs) Yeah, we were getting ready to be like, Raven, what are you? I thought I'd be able to stay up for it, but situation was not conducive to that. I did watch the first part after they moved in to Whipstaff. So you were there for the part where the gold digger chick requested call the entire city? We need to call these people. Get me Santa Fe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Was there for that. Before she went to school was when I lost track of everything. And then I was cognizant for the dance scene with Devin Sawa. Yeah. So most of the movie then. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good chunk of the movie you weren't there for. Yeah. It was specifically the part where he walks up there face to face and he makes a comment. He's like, can I keep you? And I'm like. That is like the creepiest shit I think I've ever heard. It did seem like he was treating her like a puppy he'd found. Yeah. For most of the movie, actually. Yeah. I mean, most people don't pee on their puppies, but... I mean, it's frowned upon. (laughs) It was something about, see, I told you I could dance, or something like that. What was the comment? What was the comment that I was awake for? And then that that was like a blip. And then credits were rolling, and that was it. That was that. It was a good movie. Yeah. I've seen it before, but not recently enough to give more than, yeah, it's a great movie. I probably should watch it while I still have it rented. Good thing it's only 50 cents. Yeah, for you, it's only 50 cents. That's why it was 50 cents. They knew you were going to have to rent it twice. From the time you started, you got 48 hours, so I still got 25 that I can watch it. The situation is probably going to be the same tonight as it was last night, but we'll try. <laughs> so the soundtrack in it was really good. And there's this one yeah, song put me on the right soundtrack to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by James Horner. The song One Last Wish, when it started playing, like I heard it, it was weird because I was like, holy shit, this song has been sitting in my brain for like 20 years and I couldn't remember where I had heard it. But like randomly, just the tune of that song would pop into my head and I'd be like, God, I wish I could find that song so I could listen to it. Oh my God. It's the worst feeling ever or trying to remember the name of it. When he's telling the story about the sled, it's playing in the background right there. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, there it is. There's that song. So I'm glad that we watched it because it finally took care of this one like piece of music that's been sitting in the back of my head for 20 years 20 years wow that i just had accepted that was a tune that maybe my brain made up i was expecting to give this movie more dumpster fires than i am giving it and i think i'm only gonna give it uh probably i'm gonna go three three dumpster fires i was guessing you were gonna go as high as two and a half Well, you can't have half of a dumpster fire. That's two dumpster fires and just a regular old dumpster. I appreciated being able to watch it again. So, it was good. 
I have no ratings. Watch it though. I I, I would right. recommend it. There we go. It is a recommended movie. Any movie that I'm giving less than four dumpster fires for is worth watching. Definitely. So our other question for you, Raven, is what is your favorite improv moment or unplanned moment from a movie that ended up in the final cut? Any movie. I had one. A lot of Robin Williams movies, the character (laughs) reactions around him are all unscripted because he'll say something like way off the chain and they're like, what? Did you really just say that? Mm Mm-hmm. That's not a single moment. I had one. I'm going to have to look it up. How are you supposed to look that up? Do you have it on the internet somewhere? You were like, just going to put this on the internet. One day I'll need it and I'll Google Uh, it and I'll find it. You don't know my tricks. True. I think the only other thing that I remembered about Casper that bothered me was the whole thing with the dress. Oh man, that dress had to stink so bad. Straight out of a chest in the attic and straight over her head. It kind of bugged me that the bad guys showed up right as soon as the ghostly trio was removed from the building. Hmm. And they were on the roof. Yeah. And it almost looked like the guy that got pulled out the window kicked one of them in the face with his heel. He might have. He did. I think that was an accident. I'm pretty Caspered out. You're done talking about Casper? I think I might be. I think I covered everything. I think we did. Except for that stupid chair. But, you know, there's always going to be something else. Stupid chair? What was up with the chair? I mean, I understood the concept of it. She was wearing a dress. That was what really bothered me. She was wearing the dress, and then they just squirted foam and spray all over it. Right. And it was fine. I forgot about that. She comes out fine, but the other dude, he comes out like all, his hair's all slicked back. (laughs) Mm-hmm. He's got the bow tie on and everything. I was like, this... Huh. She got collared. She did We're talking collared. about keeping her as a pet. And see, Casper put her on that chair so that she could be collared and groomed. Oh, dear. I do like how every time Dibs went through the tunnel on the chair, his clothes got more and more torn up by the razors. Which was also silly. Yeah. There was that one really nice scene... Well, I say really nice. That's not quite what I'm going for there. But she was super considerate and let Casper think that he had started the machine when she'd pushed the butt. Yeah. She just quietly closes closes that book and pretends it wasn't her. Yep. And after all of the the scenes where they never asked her anything and made her do stuff and dragged her around and... (sighs) And not a very active role in her own movie, really. Yep. She literally got pissed on by Casper, and still, at the end of the movie, he gets You can't get over from that, her. can you? No, I can't. You're just super hyper-fixated on it. I am. Like, that was really creepy. That one part is probably why it got an extra dumpster fire. Honestly, when he went over to her with a full belly of water, I thought he was going to vomit on her. That's what I honestly... I was wondering, like, how is he going to do this? All right, so I got my favorite ad-lib moment. All right. Cool. Fast and Furious 6, when they're all joking around at the barbecue, The Rock's joke was ad-libbed, and it was so good that Ludacris spit his beer out. What was the joke? Hey, me, I better hide your baby oil as The Rock is walking up. 
He's like, you better hide that big ass forehead. <laughs> I remember that part. That was funny. That was a good one. Sorry, I zoned out. <laughs> it's been quiet. Wow, she just zoned out. Like she's still waking up or something. Isn't it like the middle of the day there? And I had chocolate for breakfast. Looking at the clock, it looks like it's time to mind your own business. <laughs> oh! We don't question the hours that a ninja keeps. <laughs> it's actually a trick question. A ninja keeps all of the hours. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing else to say about this movie. I like it. Watch it. It's good. I'm going to watch it tonight. It was so good he <laughs> fell asleep watching it. I said I'm going to watch it tonight. Maybe. I might fall asleep again. It's so good that it just relaxes him into a comfortable state of falling asleep. Hey, with my insomnia, that's a hard thing to do. Recommended to parents who want to put their kids in front of something so they can have a nap. I don't know. My child would probably watch the whole thing and then be like, okay, can we watch something else? How can we watch something good? What? Time to kill you and clone you. You already cloned yourself. That was the first mistake. First off, how do you remember that I cloned myself? Ninja. Oh, yeah. Second off, it may have been a mistake to some people, but to me, I'm not entirely sure it was a mistake anymore. He's only like 90% evil. It's that other 10% that we're glad about. Yeah. Got to focus on the positive. Yeah. Stay positive. Thank you. I think it's time to say goodbye. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Talk at you next time. If you show up. There's always a next time. Ooh. Ooh. All right. See you later, dudes. Vixie. Dude Link. Terminated. Kaiser. Dude Link. Terminated. Jero. Dude link. Connected. Two questions for you. Okay. What would you rate Casper as? Oh, um, I love that movie. Uh, I used to watch it almost daily back when I was a teenager. So I'd give it ten very enthusiastic stars out of five. That's... So he's saying it's about one dumpster fire. He's saying there's not even a dumpster fire. In fact, I think he's saying there's not even a dumpster. Mm-mm, not a dumpster. I gave it three dumpster fires just because of the R. Kelly stuff. So what scene in a movie that was improved or ad-libbed but ended up in the final cut is your favorite? I tried to remember what your favorite would be, and I think it was the scene from Saving Private Ryan where Matt Damon's character is talking about his girlfriend and talking about how she fell and hit every... Every branch of the ugly tree on the way down. That is definitely up there. Uh, there are a few that have come since then, but that one is one that I am most impressed with, I think. Um, actually, oddly enough, another good one is uh, coincidentally also with Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting when uh, Robin Williams is talking about his wife fighting. That was entirely <laughs> ad-libbed. Everybody said Robin Williams at least once. Awesome. That's, that's great. Well, he, he is the ultimate. He was the ultimate ad-libber. improv ad lib. He still is, Jim. He's not dead. <laughs> yeah. he, he's just improving life. Exactly. Okay, that was too dark even for me. <laughs> Alrighty. Cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead and go. Alrighty. And...
And after next week's episode, we have to figure out what we're doing next because I don't have anything really scheduled. Sounds good. Oh, Princess Bride is after that. No, I just watched that. Sweet. I thought, um, Stardust. It says right here, Princess Bride. I'm not looking at that part. And I need to do Kung Pao sometime soon before Vixie and Kaiser forget what was in it because I just watched it a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's going to be <laughs> fucking fun. All right. Talk to you guys later. Cool. Talk to you later. Later. Alrighty. That's this week's Dudes Cast. Thank you for swinging by and come on by again to see what crazy ideas we come up with next week. Head over to facebook.com slash dudesfromalteria or reddit.com slash r slash dudesfromalteria. Give us a like or follow. Or head over to dudesfromalteria.com. Look at our merch and drop us a suggestion for where we could go from here. We have a Patreon at patreon.com slash dudesfromalteria. Maybe drop us $2. Or go for our new tier 2, which gives you the power to recommend movies for us to cover in the future. Have a good weekend. See you later, dudes. Dude Link terminated.